0: This is Max. This channel uses explicit language and subject matter. Any political or religious views do not reflect this channel's ideals, and any similarities to persons or places are coincidental. Listener discretion advice. You are listening to Maximum Horror. Hello there guys, this is uh, Maximum Horror. I'm here with Punk again, and we're going to talk about some of our own personal haunting experiences. This has been going on since we were kids. Some of you may not believe it, some of you may. You might have your own ghost stories to tell. We'll like to hear about it. I'm working on a Twitter. I'm trying to figure stuff out so you guys could respond back to me. So um, we're gonna start with our house when we used to live in uh, over in uh, by the park, remember, right next to the elementary school?
1: Yeah, we used to live, um, we'll just call it the Sherman House.
0: The Sherman House. <laughs> the
1: Sherman House.
0: No, that should be the, the scary little kid house. The
1: sc- oh, it was a scary. So yeah. So we grew up in this house. How long we stayed there? I'd say like
0: a good, good, like seven or eight years. Yes, we lived say, there. Almost
1: ten years. It rang in close to ten years. We were living there. All of our childhood was spent at this house.
0: Well, Our youngest. Part our yo- of our the younger child part is- of
1: childhood. You know, by the time we had moved into, and then we moved into a creepier house. Hold on.
0: Sorry for the pause, guys. That is, it's funny because as we're talking about this, there was a literal knock, knock at, the at the front the door. door, and no one's there.
1: So I pause. We pause the podcast. I went to go check it out. See, hey, who's here? Open the door, literally no one's there. I'm telling you guys, I, I did not make this up. My brother was here, he heard it. I don't know if maybe you yes. guys could hear it in the background. Well, we don't know if you could hear the knocking in the background, the in it the literally background. just happened. I promise you. I tell you guys, I think with this, and maybe we're going to, and I'd be interested in doing a whole other podcast about, we need to do podcasts about sensitive people, who's sensitive, who's more susceptible than not. I think we're a little and, sensitive, I think that's to be ha- honest. and I think that has a lot to do with the experiences we've had growing up and what we see what we know, what we understand, and how we use that today, you
0: know. Yeah, because uh, growing up, our house was haunted. So this is back when my sister was around like
1: maybe like seven-ish at
0: the most. And I remember growing up, there was this little ghost girl that would stand in the doorway, and she would watch us. She would watch us like play in the room and stuff. And when I was a kid, I would think it was my sister. So I'd be like, hey, punk, and I'd go out there to go get her and there would be no one there. She'd be in her own bedroom playing with her own toys.
1: And mind you, you know, these are, it's not like a once in a, once in a while occurrence. This happened a couple times because I remember, you know, in the bedroom that I would sleep in, I would sleep and of course I'm a girl, of course I had Barbies. I had a purple, I had a purple dresser. It had like three drawers and I would put my Barbies in there based on, you know, their gender and their age. I don't know, I was like, I was a weird child. So in the nights, well, one night in particular, it's only ever happened once. One night in particular, uh, I woke up and I heard a little girl and she was playing, and I saw a little girl and she was playing with my dolls. And I'm not kidding. She was playing with my dolls. And I know this is going to sound kind of like, yeah, okay, but I just going to sound weird. I just kind of brushed it off and went back to bed. I, I don't know. I know that sounds weird. Like, okay, how are you going to see a ghost and go back to um, sleep? I was a child.
0: The truth is, I do the same saw, thing. We, we grew up with these it. We things. We pretty... grew up with them. We always have little experiences. Exactly. It, it was...
1: Not that it was super frequent, but it was definitely regular. It was something we were used to. I'm not saying every day something happened, but you know, in, in, in a lot of these stories, you know, slowly people started, oh, I saw this, I saw this, and we started coming. You know what, this place might be a little haunted. And it was creepier that separate occurrences and it just random times throughout our lives, we would come forth with, hey, this happened to me. And another person in our family would be like, what? What did they look like? A little girl, a little girl, a yeah, little girl. Because and remember, mom would, girl.
0: mom would always see the little girl, too. And she would say she would thought she it thought was it was me. you, too. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, it's my niña. And she'd go out there, and mm-hmm. no one would be there.
1: And, and I know that it was another little girl because, uh, you know, I've also seen her in my room that night she was playing. And I always had my room clean before I went to bed. So when I woke up in the morning, there were dolls on the floor. And it was kind of weird, like not like a whole bunch, but it was kind of, it was just eerie. It was weird. It was a spooky little.
0: Yeah, the girl one wasn't so. Weird. The girl she, one was freakier, was, but benevolent. Or wait, benevolent doesn't mean evil, right?
1: I believe his benevolent is peaceful, and malevolent is evil.
0: Yeah, because she was peaceful. She would just, you would just see her walk around, kind of deal. But it was nothing ever like, like big. But there was an evil was, one. Yes, there was an evil one in the house.
1: Multiple spirits in that house. Because
0: remember when like our cousins would stay the night and stuff? That's when they would act up. Yes. Because there was that time. Uh, were you there when the candlestick?
1: Yes, went I was Across there,
0: the fucking the room. The entire
1: room. So what happened was we're in. You know, we're in this house in, in in our first haunted house. We'll get to the second haunted house we moved into. But the first haunted house we lived in. It was, uh, you know, it wasn't that big of a house, but the living room was a fair size. And my mom had these ugly, god awful, ugly candlesticks on the wall, and they were, uh, and they were, they, they were wooden, but then they had the actual candle part was glass. So one day we're all just kind of messing around in the living room with our cousins. I don't know where, I don't know what happens. We're roughhousing, which was pretty normal for you know us in those days, and nobody hit the wall, but this candlestick went from one side of the room and then it flew to about the middle towards the other side of the wall like you know my mom comes in what did you guys do you guys are you know you guys broke it no there was no way even i know we were rough play. oh no we were rough
0: play because there's that time dad threw me through the wall wall. by accident
1: (laughs) and made a big hole in the wall a body size hole in the wall yes but that's what i'm saying you know mom came in yelling thinking it was us because we were rough playing, and I remember we were like, all of us stopped playing when that thing had broke. Because we were like, what the hell? Nobody hit that wall. Nobody touched that wall. And even if we did, it wouldn't. It wouldn't explain why that candle would go. It landed kind of towards the middle of the room. Oh,
0: and it's not like your standard like, like cylinder type candlestick. It was an odd like U shape.
1: It was like a U shaped one that really was roll. mounted onto the wall. So
0: it's not one of those that like it would really roll because it was an off. An yes. off-shaped candlestick holder to begin with.
1: Exactly. So it's not like even if it did fall, it, so there's just no explanation. If we hit the wall, it would have fell directly on the floor under it. And even if it was a rolling thing, it wouldn't have rolled as far as it rolled. But the fact was, is it, it was odd shape. And like you said, it didn't roll. So if it fell, it fell. It wasn't going to roll a distance.
0: Oh, and, then, and it ended
1: up in the middle of the room.
0: And then we also had mom's music box. Remember that sucker would go off when you would walk, you'd be alone in the house. I don't know if that ever happened to you where the music box would start playing by itself.
1: And I remember with mom's music box, it was it was like a jewelry box slash music box, but it was weird that it would go off because it was actually, the way it would open, it would open from the top and then a little ballerina would pop up and it had like a little peg on the bottom. So every time you close the box, it would push the peg down and the music would stop. But when we would pass by it, it didn't matter if the peg was up or down, it would play music. Yeah, because the it, it box had sense. to be
0: open to play music. It would play music even if it was closed when you'd be walking by it. I, I remember that.
1: It was creepy, and, and I, it was just a whole bunch of little things that happened at that house, you know. Because I know, I know that there was another uh, another instance where I remember that that was the first time we saw that black figure.
0: Yeah, that's when I think he started coming around because he's one of those ghosts we normally see.
1: Even till this day.
0: Yeah, and he started in that house because he was the one that he'd watch you when you were like sleeping.
1: Like, and he still does. Yeah, I, he stands over me when he up.
0: sleeps and he'll kind of just watch you.
1: I remember that. So a lot of creepy things that happened in that house. Do You remember anything else happening in that? I, there's more.
0: Oh, there's there's and plenty I just can't of them. Think
1: a, I'm drawing blanks right now. <laughs> but
0: there are definitely... There's the one where uh, you held the seance with your little friends in the the restroom because the restroom was haunted.
1: And I I
0: went by and I slammed the door and it locks on them.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but that's the thing, is that it, how did it lock... How did it log? Oh,
0: but you guys were in there. I just remember you guys were in there screaming. You and, Bloody was it, like, murder. two other little kids?
1: My, my, yeah, two other girls, that's right, from elementary school.
0: Yeah, and I know I'm a mean brother, but it was the funniest thing when yeah. I did it.
1: I'm still salty about that. I am not going to lie. That was traumatic for me. Think about it. It's like, eight years old. I knew I lived in a haunted house, and you locked me in the bathroom. I Yeah. I shit breaks. Who wouldn't eight-year-old in a haunted house gets locked in a bathroom?
0: And then, of course, not all hauntings are real. Like, I've, I've pulled pranks on my sister a couple times in that house, too. There was the time when oh, yeah. I got home early from school, and she was watching TV, and we had that extra remote, and I was hiding, and she thought she was home alone, and I was playing with the TV, turning it on <laughs> and off on you. You were freaking You're were over here. I'm like, what? I didn't
1: even know that. You're over here discrediting. People are gonna be like, yeah, they're probably pranks that they never realized were pranks. No, <laughs> uh,
0: well, that's why it was scarier because we actually saw real things. So it would screw with you.
1: I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, if you haven't had, I was gonna say the privilege, but it's not a privilege to have a haunted house. Well, kind of in a way, it gave us a twisty sense of humor. That yeah. that's for sure. Um. I don't know, you're braver for it. I'll tell you that you're either, there's only really two ways you can approach it. Be afraid or just kind of roll with just it, just accept, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. accept it. I mean, there ain't nothing I can do about that. So, yeah. well, you
0: know. What I'm surprised is our cousins aren't, aren't uh, like have the thing. Cause remember they used to live right next to the cemetery and we even spend the night outside. Uh,
1: oh yes, I remember. Well, I wasn't allowed to spend the night because you guys
0: were all guys. They had a sister too.
1: <laughs> I was like, you guys were all guys. I was like, the only, yeah, I was like the only girl, so, I didn't get to spend the night, so, but, I don't know, I think it's a sense. Yeah. You I to be born with, maybe?
0: I don't know, because mom has it, maybe that is, she did pass it to us, maybe, because dad yeah. never says anything.
1: That is true, and that and that's true too, like, and that's the thing, is like, that. that's what's cool, like, it's a little tricky with these kinds of situations because it's kind of like, uh, they're hard to believe if you haven't seen it, you know? And even for people who do see it, they don't believe it, and people who believe it don't see it. Like, our dad is a perfect example. Well, he he believes, believes it because it, and he, he knows you know, all. He
0: hears all our stories and how they match up.
1: And he believes it. He, he never discredits or never, ah, you're, you're crazy or whatever. No, he believes it. And yet he's the only one of us who hasn't experienced anything
0: well not major because when we moved into the other house i think that that dark figure followed us there we were saying i
1: see we must have stuck you know he's stuck with us because he stuck with us. a brand new
0: house no previous owners literally built and we're the first ones that moved in it and we always had we had my boy blue there the, my pit bull Beautiful. hated being up being upstairs he would always bark upstairs specifically remember yeah and that's what and, and
1: the thing is with blue is that he was a real laid-back dog he was not a barker he was only on guard when he needed to be on guard yeah. so for him to be barking like that it was like uh, Yeah. that wasn't like him to do you know
0: and it's one of those if you're in their new house the new house alone you'll hear the footsteps in the middle of the day on the top floor too the top too. floor yep yep so it's one of those, it always kind of stuck with us, it always followed us around.
1: And even, you know, what, I don't know if it was, you know, because we try and think too, we're not just, oh, that's a weird thing that happened, I'm gonna jump straight on, it was a ghost. No, of course, like any, any normal person, you try and think, hmm, how, was there any other way that could have happened? And so we try and think like, well, w- with the new house that we moved into, it was built, you know, my parents bought the plot, and then built a house on it. So there was no one who lived there. It was nothing like that. But we started thinking, well, you know, maybe the land has something to do with it because this is, this is like, this is Texas. This is the like wild west, you know, so oh. many hundred years ago. This Who's used to be say? a red light
0: district here.
1: Oh yeah. this yeah, This was, this was, one was of an of old the, red light district. This was one of the most notorious, you know, little, little towns. For draws and stuff like that, I had to write a dumb paper about the history of this place, and it was pretty cool, but th- this was like, uh...
0: Yeah, prostitution no, was yes, legal back was in the like, day here, it was basically no the laws. Wild West. It
1: was the Wild West here, there were no laws, this place was big on just like, you know, those those draws that you hear about, those famous things like that, and that kind of stuff does, does did happen, and it happened here, so we think too, maybe, you know, my parents bought their house on the way outskirts of, of the city, so if you you know, take back a couple hundred years. The outskirts of the city to them, that's the that's that's the middle of nowhere to them. You know, that that doesn't that's yeah. super far. The
0: houses hadn't developed so far. Exactly, yet. Yeah. the towns
1: were only so little. Where we live now is far from our town. I can only imagine that's probably the middle of nowhere back two hundred years ago. So who's to say that they didn't bury a body out there? Because the you know, and as we say, that our that black figure followed us. And you know, I talked to mom, and mom says that the black figure that she sees, and she still sees it in her bathroom, is wearing a cowboy hat. It's an old cowboy.
0: Yeah, and he's the one that watches, watches. Oh, sweet. Me sleep. Yeah. And he, uh, she says that he tickles her feet. I guess he's got yes, like a foot fetish. He's up. got a foot fetish or something, I guess. <laughs>
1: he's got a, He likes our mom because they, my, uh, mom's told me a few times, a few different stories where he, he touches her, not not ever like inappropriately, but enough to where she wakes up and. Eh, It's freaky, you know.
0: Because you've said, too, you've had your your feet pulled a couple times. Yes, and the
1: same guy also pulled my foot. And, again, it's like, like, you know, we don't always just kind of wake up the next day and I'm like, hey, so a ghost pulled my foot. No, it takes a few days to digest, to, you know, okay, that happened, shake off that feeling, and then say, hey, you know what, guys, a few (laughs) nights ago this happened, you know. And it was kind of weird because my mom would always say that that cowboy ghost would always be touching her feet. Or her hands, or her arm, or something, and she would, you know, always wake up thinking it was me waking her up. And it was like every time it's a ghost, they think it's me. So I'm like, no. But my my mom would feel these kind of like, you know, different kind of not not anything too severe. They wouldn't like really, you know, grab her or nothing like in the horror movies. But enough to know, hey, I'm here and I touched you, you know. And it was weird because mom would have all these stories. And it's only happened to me once. When I was about in high school, I was asleep and I felt just like in that you know that scene in The Conjuring where he grabs that girl's foot and pulls her towards the end of the bed. It wasn't that drastic; it was a little tug, but it felt like I was in the movie The Conjuring because I there was nobody in my room that was not supposed to happen. So that it was a you know a scary thing for me. And then later we come you know hey this happened this happened. It's like you know what I'm like this is the same ghost got a foot fetish
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then there was always like i used to sleep with the radio one i used to find it soothing and i don't know if this happened to you too because we don't always talk about these things when they happen but i remember i stopped sleeping with my radio one because they would talk to me through the radio i'd be sitting there and it'd be wake up and i'd be like oh crud i woke up what who said that Sleepy,
1: yeah and that's funny because and i think that's with radios and I, so, I like, it. I don't know if you ever heard of a ghost box, or if you guys have ever heard of a ghost box, but what they are is they're basically they're special little boxes that are, you know, they use the radio frequencies, and they switch through radio channels extremely fast, and in the process of doing that, I don't know the logistics of it, but it, it helps capture supernatural voices. And you can see this on YouTube. It's, I'm not kidding, and these are instruments that are used by professional paranormal investigators, and you can pick things up on these ghost boxes and they're just saying, you know, and I think that that has to do with, the fre- and they do mention it has to do with the frequency. And I did stop sleeping on my radio because the same thing, you would hear things like, I don't know, not, they don't always come out clear, but they're kind of enough like, what? what was that, you know? Eerie, and then just being, being the fact that we are sensitive to this kind of stuff to begin with. It's like, yeah, I'm not opening that can of worms. I don't wanna know. I'm already sensitive. I don't want to dive deeper, you know. So I did also stop sleeping with my radio on. But you know as, you know, we got uh those Bluetooth speakers now, and now I use my Alexa throughout the night and that's what we use for for radio for the night. And those ones don't pick up Oh no, those, those I haven't don't had pick a problem with those either. And I think those are because those are internet radio and not like those AM FM That where it's picking up a frequency, a frequency that's floating around. Yes. yes. So I think, you know, that's why I still use the radio because thank God we got those ones. But, yes, I did experience the same thing. And I attribute those voices whispering on the radio. I have always attributed that to the ghost boxes. And because we're, we're just sensitive. Not as sensitive as, you know, other people out there. But definitely, you know.
0: We have a little something We have going a little on.
1: something, yeah. And a, little, a little shine. I,
0: I don't know it's. if it's because we're sensitive that sometimes there will be, like, physical encounters. Like, remember when a, our attic growing up? Because we get, my dad loves Halloween. This is no joke. We have like a million animatronics and everyone will say, oh, it's just the battery. No, these are the plug-in kind of animatronics where they need to be like connected to the wall to actually work. And you'll hear them go off sometimes. We even have a video of one of them that I'll try to get posted and figure out how to do that.
1: I have that video.
0: And it's it's a doll in the haunted house my dad's working on and it's moving by itself and, and they go they go to check if it's plugged in and it's not plugged in and as soon as they say that it stops moving yep. but the whole time it's moving by itself without actually being wow. plugged in
1: I remember that I remember that cuz when that had happened you guys had to you know at the time I was living in Kansas so I wasn't there when it actually happened but I remember when they sent me the video they told me and I was like yeah are you sure it wasn't plugged in and they're like no it was not plugged in, like, I was like, ooh, (laughs) ooh, I'm not surprised, uh, it's creepy when it happens, but it's like, I know it happens, I know it's gonna happen, I know it's out there, you know, it doesn't make me feel any more, less, I don't feel comforted knowing that, but it's just weird knowing that it these random things happen, like, just randomly, you know, anytime, you're not expecting it, and it's like, oh, that was weird, that was creepy, you know? I don't
0: know. Very creepy. So uh, we're running out of time here right now, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. And I'm going to leave you with the next one we're going to try to talk about is a a real life voodoo voodoo. <laughs> voodoo. No, it's a real life voodoo doll that my mom bought by accident. And we'll get into that because this happened about the time that all of us moved out of my mom's house, so there was a lot of weird occurrences happening back then. So uh, stick around and you're listening to Maximum Horror. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. This is my first episode. Sorry if the editing was a little off. But I'm going to try to get better at it. So stick around for more episodes. And you're listening to Maximum Horror.